0: What's up, everybody? It's your draft queens, Kate and Michelle. And welcome to the inaugural
1: episode of Drafts on Drafts. I cannot tell you how happy I am to be saying that. This is an idea that Kate and I have had for I can't even tell you how long, but we've been talking about doing this forever. And here we are for our very first episode of Drafts on Drafts. Now, What is Drafts on Drafts? I'm sure you're asking yourself. Maybe you're not, because maybe it's such a brilliant (laughs) idea. You already understand what it is. But really, what it is and what it's going to be every single week, dropping on Wednesdays, going forward, is your draft queens talking about some sort of sports-related pop culture topic over a draft of beer it's brilliant I know you think it's brilliant I can feel you smiling while you're (laughs) listening to this you're hopefully as excited as I am because Drafts on Drafts is born
0: Drafts on Drafts is born baby and it's really Michelle it's not that different than what we've already been doing like we already drink while we record (laughs) so this is just giving it a name and a face This is just a
1: way to capture what Kate and I would actually be doing IRL, like at a bar somewhere. We'd be drinking a beer and talking about some sort of pop culture-y sports adjacent thing. Mm -hmm. And we figured, why not make this its own moment and special weekly episode? Plus, we just wanted to give you more content and
0: now be in your earballs twice a week. So you're welcome. That's exactly right. And so, all right, we we only have a couple rules here. So... First rule, rule number one of dodgeball is <laughs> we talk about one topic and we keep it short and sweet, but it's going to be something that's timely and something that we think is exciting. Right, Michelle? Correct. Yes. Always will be timely for sure. Rule number two. It always includes beer or something in a can. I, I don't know if we can <laughs> expand out yet since we're talking drafts on drafts. No, but you can do not expand yet. Every Kate. time we it's just beer. started drafts on drafts. It's beer, it's drafts in a can, and we are drinking it or a bottle or whatever it comes in. Okay. That's rule number two. It's got to be a beer. Okay. Rule okay, number great. three. We only have the time that it takes us to finish the beer to talk about this topic. When someone finishes their beer, whether it's you or me, Whoever's talking more will probably go slower, but whoever finishes their beer first, that means we are entering what time? We are entering the two-minute warning. You have to
1: get your shit together and finish drinking your beer, so we finish the episode topic. I have a strange feeling that I'm always going to be warning Kate that it's the two-minute drill because she talks
0: so much, but you know what? We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It's okay. It's all right. So we'll put note. I mean, we've got our beers here, right? Um, what are you drinking today, Michelle? On this you know, first inaugural you... episode of Drafts
1: on Drafts, because this is dropping right after the Fourth of July, I thought let's go really patriotic, and I've got myself a Pabst Blue Ribbon, and I feel good about it.
0: I love that.
1: Oh yeah, hang on. Let me let me get this nice and close up here.
0: Yeah, I can hear it in the mic. Oh well, good. Don't, don't spray somebody.
1: Whoa. Oh, I sprayed myself.
0: There you go, rookie.
1: Rookie move. Hopefully, rookie. we got that Party nice foul. crack on the on the mic, though.
0: Party foul. Enjoy that Paps mm. blue ribbon. It is very patriotic. Woo. This is this Super is the Fourth of July. We're coming off the Fourth of July weekend, so that that makes a lot of sense.
1: All right, what do you what are you
0: cracking? Um. So today I have um great. A, a a great little beer from the Great Lakes Brewing Company in Cleveland, Ohio. Okay, shout out uh, to never, Cleveland. What up? Sh- shout! Let's go Browns. Um, it's I've never had this before. It's called a Hazecraft Craft IPA. It's juicy and tropical, and it is six point seven percent alcohol in volume. So it'll be a nice little oh. juicy IPA today. Watch out! All right, get get that get that
1: close up to the mic.
0: Ooh. There you have it. Well, isn't mm. that the best sound ever? <laughs> yeah, it is. It
1: is. Well, now that the. Everyone's really getting a sneak peek into how Kate and I really are in real life. This is Kate and I in real life. This Let's have awesome a beer life. and talk. Cheers. Cheers. All right. So, for our inaugural Drafts on Drafts episode, we are going to talk about none other than Kim Kardashian because why the F not? And the fact that her skims clothing line will actually be outfitting the USA team for the Summer Olympics. I find this incredibly interesting. It's something I've never really thought about before and when I saw her name attached to the Olympics, I was the confused until we started doing a little research and looking into like, this is a thing. I never really thought about it, but she is the official outfitter for the USA team. Like, that's that's crazy. That's, that's probably one of the biggest things you could probably ever get to do in your fashion career, I would think. Well, okay,
0: so let's let's start with the basics here, right? So Kim Kardashian, if you don't know who she is, come out of the rock and crawl <laughs> stop on listening. Out. Stop listening. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the most important influencers and kind of created the idea of influencers around the time of Paris Hilton uh, via a sex tape that she did with Ray J. Uh, Went viral when virality was not a thing. And fast forward to today, she is a uh, makeup mogul. She is also a fashion mogul. And she owns a company called Skims. And Skims is essentially, from my understanding, like this is my old lady understanding of what it is. So (laughs) let's just go for it. But it's basically like, it's shapewear for the modern woman but yes. it's it's kind of like Spanx. You know what I mean? Like Spanx, but like more modern and cool. More
1: modern, and it's not just that. Like there's a whole, as as we have now come to determine, there's just like a whole slew of things that fall. There's pajamas, there's sweats, there's, so it's it's all of those things, but it's meant to be more of like the form-fitting, comfortable, you know, types um, of clothes. And yeah, this is just one of the many things that she does to be the billionaire that she is. Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: also this beer is pretty good it's like it's actually like quite juicy it does taste tropical i've never as really advertised. heard a beer referred to as juicy but all right rock no on. it's tropical for sure weird okay anywho um so that's that's kim and that's skims and so all right so i did a little research michelle because i was like okay what's the big deal about even having a wardrobe line or an Olympic wear yeah. line, right? So right. apparently like Olympics, the Olympics and brands are super complicated because the partnerships are hugely a big deal for revenue uh, yeah. because the games are so expensive. Uh, so this year for this year's Olympics, it's expected to cost around $15.4 uh, dollars. Wow. I mean, I don't even. I can't even quantify how much that is. Uh, yeah. so that's a really big deal. But it feels in line with Kim Kardashian as a brand right now, right? Fair, fair point. Um, so that's a lot of money that that we're working with. And when you think about the folks who have done this in the past, like I always think about the Ralph Lauren's of the world. Um, You know, like the iconic uh, outfits that kind of named the game. And I feel like if you haven't seen, and we'll get into Kim Kardashian and Skims in a second, but if you haven't seen like the Ralph Lauren's of the world and the Levi Strauss's of the world and the Halston's of the world, like all of these iconic fashion designers who paved the way and changed the game for Olympic uniforms, like you should go look them up because... it's. I know it's really cool because you're right. I feel like we know it because we've
1: watched it, but I and, and and like you see them all come out like, you know, looking, you know, very much the same in in their outfits, but I never really put two and two together that there was like a fashion designer behind this. Like I'm sure I heard them say it and I'm sure I sort of knew, but I never really put two and two together and I totally agree like you need to go look this up and see, because there is, there's like a uniform that goes along with being on the team, you know, with making the Olympic team. It's, and it's, it's hugely like culturally relevant because not only do the players and the athletes wear it, but like people go out and then, you know, they, they want, they want those clothes. It's, it's the same as like the uniform. So I really never put two and two together until this kim skims announcement because i really just was like why do we care why who cares i never realized but it's it's a pretty important like cultural thing
0: yeah yeah so like if you look at so i'm less familiar with the brand halston but if you look at like the genesis of these uniforms over time like what we should post these photos on our socials or something like it yeah 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 we should because you can like tell how culture is changing by aligning and to the point of like, this year it being fifteen point four billion dollars to partner with Kim Kardashian for skims. Like you can see the genesis of that starting in like 1976 with the Olympic wow. Games that year. Halston was the official outfitter and they were best known technically for disco era sleek jerseys. And you can kind you can tell, like it's the seventies, it looks a little bit like I don't know, like a little bit funky. They've got these red neck scarves and white button up shirts. And blue slacks, but like, yeah, it looks very, it looks very patriotic, and it definitely looks like, from from my vantage point, a really solid first stab at outfitting an Olympic team,
1: right? And the thing that's kind of cool, you just sort of nailed this like on its head. It, the U.S. is not the only country that does this, right? So like, Stella McCartney styled Great Britain, H&M yeah. did Sweden, Giorgio Armani did Italy at some point. This, you know, it, it, but like. I just never put two and two together that there were such high fashion designers and high fashion brands that were tied to what these athletes wear. So it's, it's, it's interesting too, because it's not, it's not unique only to the U.S. This is something that happens in, in a lot of the, the, the countries each year.
0: Yes, exactly. Every
1: four years, I should say.
0: Well, it's funny too. Yeah, because the, the designers that represent each country are are the essence of what that country is, right? So, like, it makes total sense when you're saying that Stella McCartney outfitted the UK. Like, that is super... I didn't even know that. That's super cool. Yep. Go figure.
1: And honestly, the whole, like, marketing campaign behind this was really cool. Like I said, it totally, like, popped up out of nowhere. Like, I was seeing the news of, you know, certain athletes finally, like, making the team and, like, that kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden I'm seeing, like, the Alex Morgans of the world, like all these like female yeah. athletes started posting the the uniforms. And I was like, wait, what's going on? And then of course, because shamelessly, I am a Kardashian follower. So I did see Kim, <laughs> you know, post it as well. But like, it's, I mean, what a cool way to like, support your country spread your brand I mean it's all like very simple design from what we're seeing so far who knows what you know what things will look like you know at like the opening events and and all that kind of thing but it's very like you said Kate they're very just like form-fitting very basic USA Olympic you know um rings and American flag like it for 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 this purpose. Like I would have thought maybe they would have gone like above and beyond, but they kept it so simple and that's like the cool part about it. It's just like celebrate your your athletic body. Bless all of the athletic bodies out there. Like celebrate that and like you're in the
0: freaking Olympics. Like how cool. Yeah, I mean, don't you find so not to continue to get historical here, but I do think it's interesting to compare because when you think of when you think of America, it's the red, white and blue right in your face, right? Like yep. Yep. as it was with Halston in 1976 and then it's worth it's definitely worth looking back at Levi Strauss, like the to me that's like a that's a jeans company in my mind, but yeah. maybe it means different things to different people. Levi Strauss did it totally differently than Halston did in the 70s. In the 80s, they came through in 1980 and 1984. They came through with like this full Americana look. Like yeah. white cowboy hats and like <laughs> yeah. shearling jackets and mittens. Like it just it looked so different than the 70s. And then when you're looking at like the I don't know if ralph lauren and polo were doing this in the 90s i skipped over the 90s but if you look at the aughts in 2008 that's like that felt to me like closest to home because it was like this quintessential like red white and blue and i remember like everyone wore the blue blazers like those navy blue blazers and like red like shirt and scarf and like white pants and like the ski you know it was just like very 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 america and so i find it super interesting and i'd be curious for your take on this because skims and kim kardashian is so far removed from that you know it's so simplistic it's natural tones like it doesn't look like the predecessors and i think that's okay I think that's okay. I think here's the thing. So I'm reading this to make sure I have it
1: exactly right. So Skims is designing the official USA undergarments, pajamas, and loungewear. So if I'm reading that correctly, that probably means the outfits that they'll be wearing at the opening and closing ceremonies may not be Skims. It sounds like it's more like, What are they wearing when they, you know, go to rest at night? And what are they wearing when they're not competing and stuff like that? So it seems like there's probably going to be someone else that's involved, you know, and Kate, to your point, that might end up being the more like in your face, red, white, and blue, whatever it may be. If I'm, if I'm reading this correctly, I think that her, her pieces will not be what is worn at the opening ceremonies.
0: That's right. And do you want to know who is doing the opening and closing ceremonies this year? I do. But I also want to tell you that it's your two minute warning because I am finished with my PBR. That's my two minute warning
1: sound. Two minute warning. So yes, continue where your thought was, but I'm just telling you two minute warning.
0: Okay. Two minutes on the clock. Um, so Kim Kardashian is, is yes. She is doing the undergarments for team USA. Uh, Ralph Lauren is also designing Team USA's uniforms this year and has been doing Uh so since 2008. So that's pretty cool. Uh I'm into it. I'm into it, too. It feels like that, Michelle, reminds me of America in opening and closing ceremonies Although I think it's super super interesting that Kim Kardashian West or without the West, I don't know if she's keeping it. Uh, drop, maybe
1: maybe drop the West. Maybe Kim Kardashian. West.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I'm I am very excited to see if and how skims are showcased. Like, uh, and if you check out her or Team USA's Twitter account, you can see like all these different iterations of that loungewear, all of which yeah. like in a in a again like the kardashians are queens of marketing and as they are they will be available for sale this month
1: everyone's gonna be wearing this shit because the design of it is like really like simple and cool and like everyone's gonna be rocking it which you know what good for kim but also like cool for the olympics cool for like the team and cool for us like people that are sitting here drinking beers talking about the olympics i'm not going to the olympics but you know what i love the olympics i'm so excited for them to start and so this is just like a cool way to support it like it, it'll be it, it's it's pretty cool yeah I'm, I'm very excited for for the olympics in general
0: not just the I fashion obviously i am too i am too well we are at two minutes so that michelle can you hear it,
1: that how do i make sure you can hear that this thing's empty over here Mine too. Can you hear mine? <laughs> That's super problem. <laughs> it's super obnoxious. I mean, Kate, honestly, first episode of drafts on drafts. I'm very excited about it. I hope that our listeners are too. We will post some stuff on socials. We want your thoughts and feedback on the episode. Honestly, we even would love to know like what topics you think we should cover. It's literally just a fun time for Kate and I to talk about. Something related to sports, something pop culture, you know, related and adjacent and timely, and just
0: more time for us to spend in your earballs. So, if there are any any beer recommendations you have too, like we're gonna have to branch ah. out. So, please send beers to DQHQ. We are available for that. <laughs> yes. And you know, most generally, like we are going to be doing this from here on out, Michelle, every week, right? Like we're committing to that. We are 100% committed.
1: Every Wednesday, there will be a new Drafts on Drafts episode, another beer for Kate and I to drink, God help us, and another topic for us to cover for your listening pleasure.
0: Okay, I am now a little bit tipsy and very excited. So this means (laughs) for us that we are coming to your earballs starting in July, bi-weekly. We are coming in hot on Wednesdays at 8 a.m. and Fridays at 8 a.m. So do not forget to tune in to both. Drafts on Drafts are happening on Wednesdays and our regularly scheduled Draft Queens episodes are on Fridays. And as always, you can find us wherever you listen. So subscribe and or whatever you do. Just tune in. We'll be happy to have you. But, Michelle, next week we're talking a little bit more about the Olympics, hopefully, on our, uh, on our Drafts on Drafts episode. So I guess we'll get into it then and talk about who are the winners and losers of the folks who are qualifying for the Olympics this summer. That's going to be exciting. All right. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. First inaugural. Let's go.